embodiment is an expression of your source energy, your unique self through and connected to your body. It is a state of pure presence, a state of pure expression. It is an intentional place where we get to play and be connected to the earth, to the people around us, and to our bodies. In this episode, we are going to cover the deep layers to why people are disembodied currently, and we are going to give the antidotes to how to resolve that. We're also going to go deep into some exercises and some modalities that will allow you to become fuller and take up more space and own your embodiment. So let's get into it. To begin with, let's talk about what embodiment may look like on a deeper level to get you excited about it. And for those of you guys who may be feeling triggered by this topic, don't worry about it because we are going to get into what might be holding you back, what the holdups are, and how to resolve them. And we're going to help you feel a lot more solid in this as we continue. Embodiment is taking up space. It is being unapologetic. It is allowing yourself to decide how you want to express yourself, to decide who you want to be, and to fully express and take up that space. So let's say you want to be sexy. You want to be the girl that is like, or maybe you want to be the one who's like flirting and talking about sex and unapologetic about it. Maybe You want to be the person who simply just wears that bold outfit, no matter what your body type is, okay? So maybe you want to be a bit more sexy, flirtatious. Maybe you want to be more intelligent. You want to talk about real things. You want to talk about self-development. You want to bring up the deeper facts. You want to talk about the deeper reasons why. You want to throw information out there because for you, being intelligent is something you pride yourself in and it is a fun, authentic expression of who you are and who you want to be. Maybe you want to be spicy and fun And you want to be the one that is like skinny dipping and you want to be the one that is like dancing and you want to be the one that's organizing things that is pushing the edge in your friend group or with your partner or even with your family. You maybe want to be the one who is going to say what they feel like saying without being terrified of stepping on other people's toes. And this is not the same as being an a-hole, and this is not the same as not having other people's best interest at heart. It's knowing how to be yourself and to be unapologetic in who you are and to maintain and balance that between actually caring about other people and how you're making them feel at the same time. Maybe you wanna be more elegant. You wanna be more soft-spoken. You want to dress more elegant. You want to be more poised in your posture, you know? You get to design your personality. You get to design who you wanna be. You get to design the experiences 
you want to experience. I'm going to give you a super fun example of this. Okay, so there's a Netflix series called Imposter, and this woman um, is essentially scamming people by pretending to be someone. Um, But what I really loved about this and how it connects to embodiment is she started off, her inner child started off feeling completely disconnected from embodiment, disconnected from her personality, and she kind of figured out that when she pretended to be someone else, she kind of got full permission to just be whatever the fuck she wanted to be and take up that space. And so when she was scamming people, she would decide to take on a different name. Um, Like maybe today she's Rebecca and she's wearing this wig and Rebecca is the super, um, the super outspoken, fiery American. Or maybe she wanted to be um, Catherine, who is the more reserved, politically correct woman. Or maybe she wanted to be Saffron, where she's taking up space and just being a mix of cute and spicy and sweet and sultry and just fully embodied, not afraid to take up space in a coffee shop, not afraid to take up space in relationships and not afraid to just be herself. You get to design who you want to be and you get to design how you want to express yourself. How can you have the most fun? How can you feel the most full in your embodiment of who you are, who you're showing up as in the world and how you are fully expressing that personality through yourself? Our personalities are all essentially survival mechanisms. And so they are something that we're designing anyways, unconsciously through our shadow. So how fun would it be to design your personality consciously through a complete expression of how you want to take up space, how you want to be in the world, how you want to allow yourself to expand and be and express and have the most fun and the experiences that you are genuinely wanting to have with people, how to be present in experiences. So before we get deeper into how to do this, We are going to be talking about what blocks people from doing this and we're going to get into some serious, real, integrative ways to fully allow yourself to change this pattern and to call yourself on this pattern and to see what it is. There's two different types of categories for why people are disembodied and we're going to break them down. The first category is feeling like you need permission um, to be who you are, to take up space. And there's usually different consequences that you've learned in social situations for taking up that space or consequences you've learned in relationships for taking up that space. And so you're fearful and afraid to just be yourself and be who you want to be 
um, because you're scared of the consequences, potential consequences of things like people abandoning you, people rejecting who it is that you are, people being aggressive with you, shutting you down, people disapproving of who it is that you are. So you need to first figure out, if you're in this category, you need to first figure out what is the consequence I'm most afraid of happening if I were to show up and be this person? What has society taught me? What have my past experiences taught me? What has culture taught me about who I should be and what fears come up when I think of pressing the limits on this and letting my wild woman or my wild man out and being unapologetic about who it is I am. You need to ask yourself, what would be so bad if I X, Y, Z? If I did this, if I showed up in this way, if I acted like this, if I held myself like this, what am I afraid of? And then you need to you need to do the shadow work on this. You need to do the trauma work on this and you can book a completion process facilitator, a hypnotherapist for this kind of thing, um, a parts work facilitator, a somatic therapist. These are the kind of people that are best at helping you with this. I am one of them. And to really get directly to the root of that trauma. Now, another thing that you can do that's like just like a really quick clear up is you can say what would be the consequence if I continued to hide myself, if I continued to play small, if I continued to put myself in a box out of the sphere, and what would be the consequence of pushing these limits in the present moment if I'm really honest with myself in the situations I want to be embodied in, are these consequences logical are they in reality and then you can kind of get into well the consequence of continuing to do what i'm doing it means that i'm abandoning and rejecting myself first anyways which is a protector strategy i'm being aggressive with myself anyways first i'm shutting myself down first so i'm doing what i'm afraid other people are going to do to me to myself first this the protector strategy and so I've already lost myself or would I be more afraid of having that happen with someone else now if you have real deep 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 somatic trauma-based fears about these experiences happening with someone else other than directly resolving that trauma um, what I want you to realize is that there are billions of people on this planet and that your adult self is not in prison like you were in childhood. And so you may have been bullied and stuck in one school in childhood or you may have had um, situations where your household or your immediate family or people in your immediate life in your small limited bubble and world where you were more imprisoned where people disapproved in you and there was no other options where if somebody full out rejects you in adulthood like there are billions of people on this planet and so I can go find more and more and more and more people who do value me who do approve of me the way that I am and who do want what I have to offer. So that's another thing, is sometimes we were rejected and shut down because it was incompatible to our immediate family or our immediate surroundings, the way that we authentically were, or it was not valued or seen as important. It may have stepped on some toes the way that they wanted you to behave. And so you can expand your bubble and you can take your power back and you can say, 
well, there are people that would actually love this about me. There are people that would actually value this about me. And there's people that would really want to hold space for who it is I want to be. And so you can go find those people. And no matter how many people reject who it is you are, and no matter how many people maybe shut you down with it or may um, not receive it and receive you, you get to continue to expand yourself, to expand your circle of friends. And the most stable thing in the world with this and with taking our power back is we're building and building and building and building. Once we have even one person that has already accepted us for who we are, the more that we build on that circle, whether it's family, romantic partners, um, colleagues, clients, um, friends, the more that we build on that experience and that circle that is kind of protecting us and holding us and surrounding us with love and acceptance, we always have people to fall back on so we can continue expanding and meeting our needs through other people. And we're never going to fall short because if that person does reject us, we already have other people that love us and that are there for us. There is nothing scarier than getting rejected in a situation where you don't have any immediate people to fall back on because then you become completely isolated, which is total hell to the human nervous system. So if we have other people that are already surrounding us with love and appreciation and support, then we can become more fearless and we can push those limits. So the next major thing that holds people back is the PTSD, um, potentially sexual trauma or potentially PTSD where there is physical abuse involved or just any social experiences where you were severely bullied or shut down. This creates a somatic experience in the body where we're disowning ourselves first and we're disconnecting with the body in order to preserve our survival in that moment. So these would be the direct things that you definitely want to be doing the completion process, which is working with the emotions and healing the emotions and going into the trauma of it, um, hypnotherapy, regression therapy, somatic experiencing parts work these things will help you feel safe in your body again and have the opposite experience and heal from what it is that happened for you so that you can you can resolve that trauma head on and you can you can feel more connected to your body and take up that space now again a quick result to this and a way that we can already continue to do this is we can start grounding in our body and moving our body and activating our meridians so in our energetic system our meridians are something that is scientifically proven to be channels that carry things like nutrients and all these things throughout our system um, and there are scientific monitorings of these energy orc channels that run through us. The most major ones are running through our core, the, through our arms, to our hands, and through our legs. And so then there are different nodal points of these energy centers. We can call them chakras. And it's not just the, the eight chakras that we talk about. I'm, I'm not just talking about the higher up ones. We have smaller chakras within our system. So you have two medium chakras on either side of your hip that are 
relational to your solar plexus and to your sacral chakra. You have basically four of them in that area. And then you have another two above and another two underneath. Um, and so these are the six areas that are most embodied, including the root chakra. So what you want to do is you want to practice doing things like some Latin dance or just like full on practicing what it's like to move your body in a way where you're activating those meridians, which means you're coming into it. So like when you're squatting, for example, your butt is moving down and you're coming into your root chakra sacral zone. And what that's doing is you want to really feel your consciousness sitting in your hips and moving your hips and being in your hips, moving your core, feeling yourself moving in your core, essentially touching ourselves in dance and in movement is also really helpful to really feel your consciousness coming into the body, taking up space in the body and activating those meridians through movement, right? We need to stop being so rigid in our bodies and we need to feel what it is to take up this space now building on that what you can do is whatever personality you created or curated for yourself you can practice dancing as that personality with music that makes you feel empowered um you can just move your body in the mirror and feel like yourself being that personality in front of yourself in the mirror and really calling in that energy and expanding that energy and breathing it in and doing things like wearing heels and just like playing role play with yourself what would it like be like to be that personality already another practice that we can do around this is we want to we want to feel our essence or our intentional expression that space within us that we want to take up and be connected to our body we want to really become connected to it so just becoming really still and holding your heart and breathing into your heart and then kind of becoming aware this intentional expression of who i am what color would it be what texture would it be would it have a movement that have a sound or a smell become really connected to this light essence within you and then once you're connected to it practice expanding it throughout your body and then practice expanding it beyond your body and you want to build it as big as you want it to be it could be six feet around your entire vessel or it could be even bigger than that whatever feels good and expansive and empowered to you this is like a meditation practice um, and you could do it while moving. Um, I find that Qigong um, and Tai Chi are also really great to activate those meridians and come into the body more. Going to places that give you the permission to be this self. So for instance, it may be a retreat. Um, maybe you're doing a cacao retreat or um, a medicine retreat or a trauma retreat, a yoga retreat, um, a sound bath, where there's people that you know are going to be much more open to you taking up space. And so going towards safe containers of people that are going to hold the space for you to be the way that you want to be and really practice pushing the limits on this. Um, I have a story around this for you guys. So 
I started going to retreats, not necessarily for this reason, that were the medicine of this for me. And I got to the point where after these retreats that I had flown all the way to Costa Rica and Utah for um, had really helped me fully come into my body. And I was already this person who is pushing the limits unapologetically. I was at a sound bath ceremony and I had actually told um, and asked and requested to the person running the sound bath ceremony, could we dance at the beginning? I want to be more embodied in the sound bath with you. I've done it with her before. And she didn't really answer me, but she did initiate the dance on her own at the event. And what I was noticing is there was a room full of extremely beautiful, extremely attractive women of all body sizes. And everybody was super rigid when the dance, when the music was on and they were barely moving and they're kind of like, mm, mm. and I'm over there, I'm doing squats. I'm like, you know, moving my arms, I'm moving my entire core, my body, my shoulders. I'm just completely being unapologetically me um, in this room of women who I didn't even know and taking up that space. Um, so it really shows you that it's not about how attractive you are or what you look like because most people have an issue with embodiment and it is like a very rare person that can take up that space. So definitely practicing this, you're already ahead of the game wherever you are on that journey. And just really feeling your body connected to your consciousness, feeling your consciousness moving through your body and feeling higher consciousness in presence and in movement um, is reaching out to the world. Um, and that's gonna, that's gonna help that expression come out more. So now I'm gonna give you a really, really clear exercise that you can do around embodiment with people. So number one is design your personality, decide who you wanna be. If you're allowed to be your full spe spectrum expression authentically and intentionally, are you someone who likes to laugh and makes jokes, claiming your physical touch in a tuned way with people, like maybe you want cuddles or you wanna be like somebody who like goes up for a hug or somebody who puts your arm around someone as you're like walking together whatever it is maybe you want to be someone who is just like fully living the moment being wild pressing the limits whatever it is so decide who you want to be who you want to be that with and what it would look like two you want to envision it and hold space within it within yourself so this is like a, um, a visual or a somatic experiencing manifestation process within yourself where you really just meditate with what it would look like what it would feel like first this also goes into practicing um playing that role with yourself in the mirror um with music on and breathing into it and all four Decide where and when you will implement these things, create a timeline for yourself, and decide what the baby steps are. I want you to get that doing the first baby steps to whatever it is you want to be are going to be the hardest, and it's something that we build on. So we practice what it feels like, and we can expand on it from there. So once you have the baby steps, what well, would be the tiniest little steps that you feel 
totally capable of pushing yourself to do pushing your limits to do first um you need to five remind yourself in the situation that you decided to be embodied in the way that you wanted and take up space and be more present and connected six you kind of hold your fear around it and kind of just like like jump off the bridge kind of thing like i want you to get that no matter how much trauma work we do no matter how much healing we do there's still a physical experience that needs to be learned so you can do all the shadow work and all this trauma work and all this healing and therapy and until you get the physical experiences of it you're still going to be rigid and withheld within yourself because you need to actually have those experiences and they can be really scary around people in the moment so you just really have to know what those baby steps are know when the timeline is around it and be like one two three go and just really in that experience imagining when you say it and just like hold the energy of it until you can implement it physically so even if you're like waiting for the right moment when someone's talking to say something that pushes the limits um or whether you're kind of like thinking about what you guys are doing together that day and when would be the best moment to just break out and dance um or put some music on or whatever it is so really holding that space for yourself holding yourself accountable and whenever it is that you can just push yourself into the experience and once you get seven once you get used to the feeling um you can build on those experiences and you can implement more and more each time you see that person or people and it that's where it really becomes natural and you'll really get comfortable with it and it'll stop being this like huge thing that you have to hold yourself accountable to and put so much energy towards and it will just be habitual and second nature to you to be that person and you really don't get used to the fact that there aren't the consequences you always think there are sometimes there are but they're usually not what we make them out to be depending on the situation so it obviously does have to be the right situations um but usually once we actually let ourselves have those baby stuff and we can have that first feeling of oh my god there wasn't a consequence nobody like slammed the hammer down on me after I did that thing or I said that thing that's when we really start taking up space so yeah these are my embodiment techniques and practices try it out for yourself and I hope that you give yourself more permission to be who it is that you truly are inside and out and to take up that space with people and show people your light physically manifested on this planet and to allow yourself to have the experiences that you want to have because we are only alive for a very short time and life gets to be a game when it's safe to be and when we're out of survival mode and so it's time to start playing and it's time to start having more fun and it's time to start living more fully because this is life let's press go the sun chariot of fire burning with desire as he runs the race